Hey everyone, here at the Endurant Podcast, our main focal point is to share our stories. We want to be real, authentic, honest, and encouraging. So many of us are facing hard, hard challenges. Life is hard and it requires us to endure many difficulties. We desire to speak truth in the valley to point you towards the mountaintop. The most fulfilling and effective way to do that is to share scriptures from the Word of God. The Word of God is a living book and when you read the scriptures, they change you on the inside. They become alive in your soul. The Bible is called the Living Word. We read it and it comes alive. It meets us where we are. John chapter 11 verses 1 through 44. Now a certain man was ill. Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he had heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake, I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So Thomas, called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. 
and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. I wanted to encourage you with this story today of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead after he's been dead for four days. Jesus was always working on increasing and strengthening the faith of his disciples because the future of the gospel being spread depended on the disciples being grounded in their faith and believing that Jesus, with him, nothing was impossible. If, if Imagine if they had weak faith, how far the gospel message would have spread. Probably not very far. So Jesus was always using every opportunity he could to demonstrate God's glory and demonstrate and strengthen the faith of his followers. Jesus is is going to travel after he receives the message that Lazarus is sick and dying. He receives the message and he waits and he tells the disciples, our friend is, is sleeping. So the disciples, they're saying, well, what's the point of going? He's sleeping, he's resting, he'll recover, he'll be fine. And Jesus has to break it down for him and say, he, Lazarus is dead. So we're going to go and travel and intervene in this situation. And it was actually dangerous for Jesus to make this 
journey because he was already on uh, the radar, so to speak. And the disciples knew that it, it might not be the best idea to travel there to see Lazarus because of Jesus being on this this radar. He's he's creating waves, and his 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 crucifixion and resurrection are in the near very near future at this point. Imagine trying to send a message today to your prayer praying friends. You're you're trying to get a prayer request so that. People of faith can be praying for a situation or someone you know that's sick and you've got to travel an entire day to get this message there. We have the luxury of texting and instant messenger and all these convenient ways that we're able to send a, a message of duress or a, a, a raise a white flag and say, hey, please pray. I, I am in need. But back then they had to travel by foot to send these messages. That's, it was a long journey. And then Jesus waits an extra two days before he even ventures out to go to Mary and Martha. The scriptures tell us that Jesus loved Mary and Martha and Lazarus. They had a very strong relationship. And Jesus saw this sickness as an opportunity to glorify God. So he, he travels uh, in their direction, even though the Jewish leaders were basically out to destroy him, he he makes this journey knowing that the the ultimate result would be God being glorified. I've learned in my own personal experience in walking through um, a, an illness that's been very challenging. In those moments where you're facing uh, a bad diagnosis or a chronic diagnosis or even a death sentence, um, it, we have to find our strength and our encouragement in the Word of God. That's where we draw our hope and our strength from because it's in those times that nothing else really satisfies. Nothing else comforts us in a way that we need to be comforted. It's simply the Word of God. If you'll notice in those scriptures, Thomas whose name actually means twin, he is, seen, he is seen stating that he is willing to go with Jesus into danger and risk his own life. And it's funny because we don't know who Thomas's twin actually was, but sometimes I feel like it's me because I can doubt and I can question <laughs> and I can demand to see evidence before I believe and blah, blah, blah. But here we see Thomas stating, hey, I'll go into danger. I'll risk my life. Let's let's do this. So here they go. You know, Jesus had sent a promise beforehand to Mary and Martha saying this illness does not lead to death in verse four. He sends them a promise. And what does Mary and Martha, how do they respond to it? Are they holding to it? Are they doubtful? How, what does their response look like? When Jesus is talking with Martha and he's telling her that he is going to rise again and Martha's like yes I know I get it you're talking future tense in the last in the end times when you will resurrect those who believe in you and Jesus is like I am I'm standing in this moment right now I am the resurrection and the life today right now not just in the future I love this story because Jesus just blows the lid off of any restriction or doubt. And he clearly displayed God's glory in 
basically stating that nothing, 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 nothing is impossible with God. He was there declaring that resurrection power was available that day. Wow. We will all face our death one day unless he returns, then those who are alive when he returns will not experience that death, but otherwise we will experience a wrestling with death at one point in time or another. And and Lazarus has been dead for four days, four days. And the scriptures say that Jesus wept. And I find it interesting that it could be that Jesus knew in that moment that Lazarus was in heaven. He was dead four days. He was he was in heaven and he was going to have to call him back to planet Earth. And because he came from heaven, he knew what Lazarus was coming back to. He knew the, the vast differences of places. And not only that, Lazarus was going to have to die a second time. So it is speculated that Jesus was crying because he could re- he knew he was he could relate to what Lazarus was going to walk through. And I'm curious to think, did Lazarus remember that he was in heaven? Did he come back sharing stories of what he saw? Did he forget everything? Was he just brought back to life? You know, all these questions that run through your mind because it's never really documented that Lazarus says anything. But Jesus knew what he was bringing him back from, back to planet sewer hole earth. (laughs) But wow, just, just Jesus is just so mind-blowing. It's so intriguing. Jesus personally knew what Lazarus was going to have to leave behind to come back to planet earth. What a miracle. And just think, if, if Jesus had not called Lazarus by name, he would have raised the entire cemetery. But he specifically had to shout, Lazarus, come forth. Otherwise, the graveyard would have been plundered. Plundered. <laughs> no one around could deny what was happening. No one. No one could debunk that. No one could say he is not the son of God. It was an undeniable miracle. We don't always know what the future holds. We don't always know how our situations are going to turn out. We, we would love to always have the answers and, and see a year or two into the future sometimes and just to see how this is going to play out. Be on the other side of an incredibly intense trial. But this is, our, this is Jesus. This is who he is. He cares, he relates, and the scriptures also tell us that he intercedes for us. He is praying for us and praying that our faith is strengthened and grounded in him and in his words. And this story just encouraged me. Not everybody gets the back to life story ending, but he is involved. He is aware. He relates He's acquainted with grief. And we have to believe that our suffering is producing something in us that far outweighs what it is that we are walking through. And Jesus is full of power. He is the great I am. And if that's all we knew, that's all we had to hold on to, it is enough. It is enough. The the scriptures talked about Lazarus coming to the 
front of the tomb and he's bound. He's bound. He was not able to walk. God's power pulled him to the front of that tomb. Do we have any reason to be afraid? Do we have any reason to doubt what he's capable of? We have these stories in the scriptures, these factual events that we can read and glean strength from. This is who he is. And even when things don't turn out the way we want, the way we expect, may we always, always strive to give God glory with our lives. That is what we are created to do. And you see Jesus here in the story of Lazarus giving God glory. That's what we were created to do, no matter what happens in every circumstance. And that is not an easy thing to do at all times, but it's to give God glory.